Hey friends, welcome to the ADHD Boss Podcast. I'm Ellen Argo and my mission is to help you make more money with self-trust and more fun this year in your business with your ADHD brain. If you are looking for ways to empower your brain, scale your business and have more fun, please subscribe to this podcast. Recognizing rejection sensitivity dysphoria, how to embrace the liberating power of self-acceptance and unlock the true potential within you. This has been something that has helped me unravel and bring distance from the thoughts that I have in my brain. One of my 2.30 a.m. thoughts recently was, I'm losing my mojo. I have been having issues with my memory and it could have something to do with my lack of sleep. I keep catching myself spacing off when it means so much to me to be present and listen to my client's story so that they can know how much I care about them and their journey. Maybe they didn't notice, but I was aware and I was using it against myself, realizing that it was a reason people weren't getting as good of results, that they felt I didn't care about them, or at least realizing that I was believing that it was a reason people weren't getting as good of results. My logical mind knows that the people in my life that know me know that I love and care about them so deeply. Even if I am a space cadet sometimes, they know that I try to be attentive to their needs, try to remember their family members' names, celebrate their moments with them, or at the very least, remember which leg we worked on. But sometimes I just don't have the strength. The rejection sensitivity has not been teased out from who I am just yet. I believe my subconscious mind more than I'd like to believe. As soon as I'm able to tease that out and to identify that my feeling is rejection, or I recognize it as being a little oversensitive, or I experience abandonment, I can pause. And this is when I get the power of choice back. I get to bring joy or other emotions back into my life. I get to realize that I have choice in this thought and choice in this feeling. I get to thank my brain for just trying to keep me safe, for doing the thing that I have unknowingly been doing to myself my whole life until just a few months ago. And I get to choose at this point to understand that this is not me speaking. When I was actually processing it this morning, I totally heard like this overcome of this is your conscience speaking kind of, but it said, this is your RSD speaking. This is not based in fact. When your RSD is speaking, we know that we are responding to a fight or flight response. This is based in disbelief for myself or for yourself. A subconscious belief that as soon as they learn the real me, they will reject me. This understanding that it's the RSD speaking allows me the awareness of the gaps where I get to continue to lean in to self-compassion. I also get to celebrate my strengths this way. I am reminded of how much I truly love people, how much I really care about remembering their stories, holding space for them. I am not a robot. Some days I will be better than other days. I am not going to be perfect. 
Not even some of the time. I accept that. I know that I am not rejectable because I am not perfect. I know it just makes me human with a human brain. It gives me the ability to lead greater, stronger human teams. Builds connection, compassion. It is not a weakness when looked at and examined. It is truly a superpower, not just a label superpower you want to put on it to make yourself feel better. There are people out there saying that ADHD isn't a superpower, that it sucks, but I say to each their own because I really don't believe that this thought that ADHD isn't a superpower and that it sucks is a helpful thought at all. When I think this is something hard that I have to deal with, it brings emphasis to the things that are hard about it and it makes it harder. I like to think of ADHD and rejection sensitivity, also known as RSD, as these labels that we are learning and ways that we can support our learning as ways to support our brain, not a way to reject it and create pressure. This thing that we know that completely shuts down our ADHD brain. Our ADHD brain hates pressure and resistance is pressure. Thinking this is hard causes resistance. Believing something is hard is not helpful and it's just going to make things harder. You can literally do the same thing someone else is enjoying and think it's hard. Hard is all perspective. Hard is a perspective that we can hold space for, release the resistance, and allow it And in this process that I'm talking to you about today, recognize in that resistance, in that labeling that we can allow it, learn from it, and have compassion for it, and transmute all of that intense energy. Okay, I'm going back. I'm going focused back into what we're talking about before, RSD and ADHD. Um, Did you guys know I had ADHD? (laughs) Anyways, so understanding my RSD and my ADHD as a way to understand and support my human brain really is the reason that I connect with people so deeply. And it's because I can connect with myself deeply. I'm not resisting. I don't have shame for my brain anymore. Most of the time when I do have shame for my brain, I want to clarify I have I follow my process and I'm able to get out of it so much faster. I'm not reacting to shame for my brain in every reaction to people, every response, every connection aspect that I get with people throughout the day isn't me responding to my rejection sensitivity dysphoria because I support my brain. Each time I lean into understanding my brain, I lean deeper into compassion and also ways to support their brains too. We are all more similar than you think. There is nothing to fight against when you know this. We all have our own things that we battle. Ours now has a name. I like to use this to remind me that it is not me. It is the rejection sensitivity dysphoria speaking. Here is my process to overcoming RSD. If I think a thought three times, even if it doesn't seem heavy, just in general, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to process it. 
And I'm not going to lie, nine times out of 10, the emotion or the feeling and sensation that's coming up for me is close to rejection. I'm afraid of people leaving me because they think I'm going to, they think I'm a bad person or whatever. That is an essence of rejection sensitivity. I, so I want to go back. So my number one is write down the thought. Number two is write down and establish what feeling and emotion or sensation is coming up for me when I think that thought. Number three, am I worried about being rejected, abandoned, or alone? This is the question I like to ask myself to help me tease out the rejection sensitivity dysphoria pretty quickly, even if I am not aware of it necessarily. Four is I thank my brain for keeping me safe and for bringing awareness of this thought and the opportunity to strengthen my self-love. I want to remind you, this is not a place to beat yourself up. This is not a time for us to bring shame for our brain in. This is a place for us to lean into compassion. When we bring in shame, we bring in resistance. When we bring in resistance, we shut our brain down. We cause more resistance, more shame. Love your brain. Find compassion for it. Join me on this journey of unleashing our superpowers, embracing our humanity, and building a world where understanding and compassion prevail for ourselves and for others. Together, we can overcome everything. Have a great week, my friends. Bye-bye. If you love this podcast, we would love your review or a share with a friend. If you're ready to jump in, create change, and trust your brain this year, let's jump on a complimentary coaching call. You can go to ADHDboss.fun or you can go to ellen.argo on Instagram. There is a link in my bio to book your complimentary one-on-one coaching session. I can't wait to meet you soon. Bye friends.